I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Welcome to Come Along Pond, a Doctor Who discussion podcast with your best friends, Elliot and Damla. So you may be thinking, Damla, Elliot, what are you doing? This isn't the, the, the podcast upload day. Yeah, we know. We're Maverick podcasters. We keep it moving and grooving. We're here to give you a special episode to talk about the Power of the Doctor trailer that was, guess what, released? Imagine that. Imagine releasing a trailer for an episode. Imagine actually marketing your programme. Imagine. Imagine doing literally any of that. Now, I am aware that, of course, the BBC Press Machine is pretty terrible and generally only now gives information about the air dates and trailers and things of programmes about two weeks before they come out. I'm aware of this. Um, I don't have to agree with the practice. I think it's pretty shoddy. I also think it's fine when you're marketing, say, the series return of... Doctor Who, you know, I might think it's going to lose you some viewers. It's fine. This is big tentpole regeneration era finale. Give it a bit more. Give it, give it some welly. <laughs> Please do literally more than the bare minimum. Like literally, what is okay? So I remember back in the day, way back when, 
when regenerations mm. were like an event. I remember when David Tennant was regenerating. It was all that anyone at my school could talk about. It was literally all that anyone could talk about. Radio Times was on that shit. It was on it like a car bonnet. When Matt Smith was regenerating, everyone was on it like a car bonnet. When Peter Capaldi was regenerating... Did you get what I'm trying to say? I don't need to keep saying it. You get yeah. what I'm saying? It's just... I mean, it's probably to do with budget constraints because marketing actually does cost a lot. And, like... Yeah. You know, I'm not... I mean, I kind of work in that field, so I completely get it. Um, But, Jesus Christ, not even a scrap, not a crumb for months. And then a shoddy minute-long trailer and some stills, and that's it. Well, we got that teaser yesterday. Well, at the time we're recording, this is the day of release of the trailer, not the day it's going out. hello. But, um... Oh, yeah, yeah, we got a trailer trailer. Yeah, we got the trailer trailer. My least favourite things. So, yeah, we got the trailer. It's about a minute long, and we have the thoughts, and the thoughts are going to be spoken now in this special episode. Yeah, we're going to do some fun, just power the doctor stuff and talk about the trailer. Thoughts, feelings, predictions, maybe. Are we excited for the power of the doctor? When are we going to talk about power of the doctor? Full time, big time, full episode on its own. But I feel like the most important thing is... Well, normally, normally what happens is I would ask Damon what she thinks the episode is about. But in this instance... um, I know what Google thinks it's about, but she doesn't because I've read the synopses and we have it sitting right here, right in front <laughs> yes. of Yes, go, go on, Elia, enlighten us all, go on. So this is what the official BBC marketing team thinks the episode is about and potentially Chris Chibnall, I guess, maybe. Action adventure in space and time for all the family starring Jodie Whisker, Mantip Gill, John Bishop, Sophie Aldridge, Janet Fielding and Sasha Dewan. In this feature-length special to mark her last adventure, Jodie Whisker's 13th Doctor must fight for her very existence against her deadliest enemies, the Daleks, the Cybermen and her arch-nemesis, the Master. Who is attacking a speed it bullet... A sp- you nearly had it, mate. No, I know, I just wanted to one-shot it. <laughs> to prove my own vocal prowess. <laughs> but tripped up on this stumbly-as-fuck summary. Gone. <laughs> Who is attacking a speeding bullet train on the edges of a distant galaxy? Why are seismologists going missing from 21st century Earth? Who is defacing some of history's most iconic paintings? Why is a Dalek trying to make contact with the Doctor? And what hold does the mesmeric Rasputin have over Tsar Nicholas in 1916 Russia? The Doctor faces multiple threats and a battle to the death. Right, here's the funny thing. I feel like Chris Chibnall probably wrote that synopsis himself because I don't know what the fuck that means. Why is it all questions? I don't like synopsis like that. I also don't like the fact that it's just so so much so much stuff in 90 minutes. I feel like who is attacking a speeding bullet train on the edges of a distant galaxy? That's a synopsis for an episode. I don't need... <laughs> Don't need all this other stuff. And the episode is not going to be able to answer any of these questions. I just think what they should have done was write it just being like, you know, she faces off some of her biggest enemies, blah, 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 blah. It's a fight to the death. That, uh, you know what I mean? Like, I don't need all of that. The master, presumably disguising himself as Rasputin mm. and influencing the decisions of Tsar Nicholas... Really interesting idea. They should have just done an hour-long historical set in 1916 Russia with the master disguised as Rasputin and just done some fun, historical, weird fuckery with Rasputin. Would have enjoyed that, I reckon. I don't know why I'm speaking in past tense like the episode's already been, but look, we know, cards on the table, it's going to be awful. Um, So, 
I think it has potential to be fun. People started doing fireworks, had to stop for a bit. So if this is all very jumbled together, I'm sorry, everyone. It's all chaos over here. Why why, why people release fireworks on the 8th of October, you might ask. The question is, people are inconsiderate. But anyway, moving into the trailer. So I have concerns. The concerns being this. Just to preface, preface, preface. Uh, <laughs> not again, not again. Not again. To preface, I'm not a visual effects artist, nor will I ever be a visual effects artist. I literally could not compose, I, I can't compose, I can't do anything. So when I say this, I have so much respect for visual effects artists. I literally, you know, you lot are great, all right? However, the effects <laughs> in this trailer, I don't know if they're undone or what, but that TARDIS shot, you know the one that was in the teaser from the day before? I actually have no words because it looks like a video game. Like all the, right. All the effects look like they're in a video game. That's my problem. Yeah, like, my problem isn't... I, I have an issue with all of the VFX, and it's not always the quality of them. Sometimes the quality is very well realised, and uh, it's very nice. Some of it looks stunning in terms of how it is rendered, but the design mm -hmm. is where I have most of my issues it's not that the cgi is bad in all cases it's that the cgi is not representing something that is visually pleasing to the eye yeah um, and that's an issue i've had with a lot of this era i don't like a lot of the designs it's very bombastic and very ugly very swamped in neon lighting in the hopes to make something look aesthetic uh and the big vfx issue i have is the, the bullet train stuff when you're doing doing moving backgrounds is very very difficult uh, and i appreciate how difficult it is and it's always been difficult but also maybe if you know your vfx budget is going to be small maybe consider the limitations of setting a scene on top of a moving train i just i don't know i i take right right my main issue with this whole thing i think what's happened here is that this trailer editor has honestly had a nightmare on their hands and like for some reason they're limiting the amount of clips that they can use. I mean I get why, not to give away oh, spoilers. Yeah. I would have rather a forty second teaser that has just random shots, but a, a sort of nice voiceover. And even yeah. if the shots fade out and fade in, but a nice a nice voiceover. Nice, nice, nice. voiceover. <laughs> but a nice voiceover that sort of weaves some idea of the story through because I want to know what the story is. The problem with this is that there is no story to tell, most likely. Yeah. So it's just shots of things happening to make you feel excited, but it That's doesn't make it. you feel excited. It makes you feel dazed and confused, and I don't understand what's happening. I don't like it. I will say a few things I appreciated, though, just so I've got a few positives in there. Jodie Whittaker in that orange suit is my new sexuality. I've been waiting for this moment for a really long time. Um, she looks fantastic in it. I mean, in that photo that was released ages ago as well, I was just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They all do, to be fair. They really suit them. Man Dip looks amazing in her orange spacesuit. I mean, I, I would with all three. We know this already. <laughs> I mean, come I, on. I would with two, but that's the fun part about the show. Try and guess which two. Exactly. Yeah. But I find... I find that all very fun. Uh, Riley Ritchie can also get it. Love Riley Ritchie. I'm um, glad that he's back. Um, I just... Uh, 
not to spoil how I feel about Jodie's era, because we're going to get to it at some point eventually. As as you probably have gathered by now in the podcast, we're going in, starting from the revival, going in order, but we will intersplice when new episodes come out because it's flipping fun and we don't care. Um, but So we're going to get to it eventually, but I will say now, for the record, I think the master was brought back way too early. Like, so unbelievably early. I just don't like anything with the master that's been released in Jodie's era. That's nothing against Sasha. He's great and he's a lovely guy. Like, literally, like, every fan interaction I've seen online with him is apparently just a delight. And, like, he's a very good actor. There's nothing, honestly, nothing against the guy. I just think his iteration of the master is just my least favourite of any master. I think I enjoy Missy as a character. I don't really care about her redemption arc at the end of 12's run, literally. Same. Does not interest me at all. Same. Don't want to spoil how I maybe feel about the end of 12's run, but there's episodes that everybody loves, actually not very good. But I still think that it was just too soon to bring the Master back because we've just literally seen the version on screen and it just feels a little boring to get the same character twice. Vastly different iterations and takes on the character. But it doesn't feel as, as high stakes as it should. So I'm not one of those people who thinks, that, oh, they, they, they ruined Missy's characterization. I Fuck off, I don't care about that. It's Doctor Who, it can do what it wants. Yeah, a m- Master is always different, you know? It just felt a little too close for it to feel dramatically resonant for me personally. And John Sims the best one. Um, <laughs> Derek my... Jacoby. <laughs> Derek Jacoby, best Master that never was, to be fair. Come on. Unless you listen to Big Finish. but yeah. But, um, yeah, I just find, uh, you know, there's that... Oh, I'm interesting, there's the TARDIS. The TARDIS sign in the front has got loads of ha-ha-has on it. That's... Cringe. I mean, it's already been done with the bad wolf thing. Come on. Um, better, better, because that would have had thematic relevance. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I think Tegan and Ace, I mean, I'm ready to see what they're going to give. I feel like it's not going to be much. The, these are the two that worry me most, not because I think you can ruin a character. You know, if I wanted to go see Ace content, I'd just go back and watch Ace's stuff. But there is, it's the fear of wasted potential. If this is the only time they get brought back, I don't want to do nothing with them. Um, what should happen, because you see them shooting at Cybermen. So when they first, both Ace and Tegan have met Cybermen before, their first instinct should be to try and kill them with gold. They won't do that. But they should, because both times they met the Cybermen, they were defeated by gold. Tegan should also be incredibly upset about seeing the Cybermen because of what they did to her friend Adric. They won't bring it up. Do you think? Get, I will bet you any amount of money that the this does not have the balls to deep cut a reference to Adric. But it should, because it's an important part of informing her character. I just don't think they're going to do anything with Tegan. Tegan should be angry. When you meet her, even though time has passed, she should be angry and she shouldn't want to talk to the Doctor because of the way she left in Peter Davison's run is so harsh. Yeah. Um, She basically leaves at the end of one of the most violent stories in the series. Yeah. Um, And leaves because it's too violent and there's too much bloodshed. Yeah. And it's ruining her life. And then in this, they're just going to give her a gun and she's going to shoot things and... I just I can't imagine her having any depth or motivation just, to do anything. I just think if you're going to bring back a companion, do it like they did in Sarah Jane Adventures. When they brought back Joe in Sarah Jane Adventures, perfection. I'm sorry, like it was so seamless, I think. 
Not that I had much experience with her in the show, because again, I haven't seen a lot of the classic series, and I will, I promise, it's coming, guys, it's coming. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science, with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It, I mean, I don't, you know. even I, I don't, I don't particularly like the third Doctor and Joe sort of run of episodes, but everybody loves Katie Manning. She's so sweet. What an iconic lady. And She's, they did that. So well, and I just need them to not f up Ace because Ace is a massive favorite in the fandom. Like she's one of the most celebrated and loved companions, especially. Like not no hate against Tegan, obviously. I quite like Tegan. You know, the way she says Tardis makes me so happy. Uh, Tardis, Jeez. raggedy old Tardis. Oh my god, That's love great. it. Um, but yeah, I, I, you know, if you are active in fandom in any way, you know that Ace is an absolute fan favourite. She's up there. She's always mentioned as one of the fave companions. Um, and yeah. my, my my other my other concern with Ace mainly is that they have nothing to do but reference things that she used to do. So Ace's dialogue in... The McCoy run can occasionally be very cringy because it's a middle-aged man's take on what he thinks a sort of current streetwise teenager sounds like. Yeah. But it's part of the charm. But if she's now saying she should not say ace or wicked because it just she's a woman in her, like, 50s. Um, I don't like... Damla knows this. I know that she believes that they had to do it, and I do understand, but giving her the jacket and the bat so stupid. Why? Like, why? I just... I don't know... I just, I, it's 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 fan service that doesn't interest me. I don't need to see Ace put the jacket on. I, I her still having it absolutely fine, but she doesn't need to wear it. Um, the baseball bat is literally referencing one scene in *Remembrance of the Daleks*, which is not even a particularly, my opinion, good scene. I love that four-parter, but that scene is quite silly, even for that era of the show. And they don't need to do it again, but they're doing it again because they can't think of anything for her to do other than just to reference things that she already did. Yeah. And I just. There well, I'm sorry. That you... I'm sorry. If they're going to do that with Ace, then they need to bring back a big fluffy coat for Tegan, no? Yeah, oh, I could get Tegan back in her uh, air stewardess uniform. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. No, I don't know. I just, I'm, I, I, none of it's, none of it's for sure. But I'm just concerned. You know, I, as long as uh, the only reference I'll be happy with of Ace is if she has a bag of Nitro Nine somewhere, that will please me. Yeah. If she's still making explosives. I just think, my again, another worry of mine, and we don't look, we don't mean to be negative on the pod, we really don't, but like, we really don't mean to be negative on this podcast. Please don't get us wrong, you know, we absolutely adore this show, we completely respect how it's made and everyone who is involved, 
like it's such hard work and again we totally so much love and respect for these people but we again we also have opinions and this is our podcast and we're going to express those opinions um yeah like i'm i'm not saying i could show run doctor who no god no i could not but i also am allowed to have my own opinion about the quality and content thereof exactly um but yeah i think my again my my biggest worry and it always has been since i'd say like midway through jodie's first season is the writing like already half of these lines that i'm hearing i'm like oh god and i'm so sick i'm gonna say it oh i'm about to piss some people off kate stewart retire I'm sorry, like every fucking special, she has to come in with a fucking one liner being like, duh, 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 I don't know. Like, but she, that's the thing, she never does it, she doesn't do anything. She doesn't do more. anything. And this thing, it's like when we first got her in, I was like, oh, Kate, love you, love you, babe. Love it all, babe. Absolutely here for it, okay? But why did I change my accent? Who knows? Let's move on. Um, Tegan. Tegan, it's all about Tegan. Um, I just think if you're going to bring this character back. Why bring her back for absolutely no bloody reason? That's, uh, it's, it's a common problem with the writing, though, is if there is f- five threads that need resolving, or there are 13 threads that need resolving, they all have to be resolved by an individual character who doesn't do anything except exists to resolve the thread. Yeah. Kate Stewart did not need to be in flux. Yeah. I love Kate Stewart. love Kate Stewart. But... She doesn't need to be in everything all the time. And again, I want to move on to Jodie for a sec to kind of bring it more towards a close for the discussion. Jodie isn't a fan favourite. This is a fact. Like, I've seen people on social media, especially TikTok, people who actually really enjoy Jodie, as they should because it's their opinion, and if they like Jodie, then let them enjoy something, for God's sake. Let them. If Jodie's their favourite Doctor, why does that fucking bother you? Yeah, you can have... You can have... Whoever's favourite Doctor you want. You know, we're all about reclamation the fandom. There are lots of people whose favourite Doctor is Colin Baker. We love Colin Baker yeah. on this podcast. But if you'd have spoken to a fan ten years ago and you'd have said, oh, do you like Colin Baker? They'd have gone, no. Yeah. Awful, awful. But it's like, why do people need to feel the need to justify that Jodie is their favourite? There is actually a lot to like about her, you know? She's not my favourite. She's not even up there for me, like, for me personally. Yeah, same. But I think it's really disrespectful, the conversations I'm seeing online. Like, you actually don't know who's looking at your post. Jodie could absolutely be seeing what we're writing, and it's not there is, impossible. There is, lots of, there is lots of oddness in the Doctor Who fandom. My, my, problem, my problem with a lot of people who are very passionate about liking Jodie Whittaker, and again, I, you're more than welcome to like who you like. I think that she is an inspired bit of casting who's let down by her writing. Yes, uh, she would be definitely in the bottom running, but only because of the writing, nothing else really. Um, and when she's good, she's good. I do really enjoy her. But my problem is that it sort of turned into something which I dislike anyway, which is stan culture. And stans are really odd people. And there are posts that I read sometimes that are just overly in my Twitter feed where I go, you need to remember you're talking about real human beings. Yeah. Just show some respect. Because she's put a lot of her heart and soul into this role and into this show. And I think we should, and I just hope that fans respect that she, you know, she did her absolute best with what she was given. I really hope that she is given a good regeneration and, like, it's not crap. That's, 
That I think is potentially what scares me. That's most. the thing that scares me, sis. That's what scares me. It's, yeah, because she deserves she deserves a good send off, and that's again our frustration with market and everything is that she deserves a good send off, and it's really worrying me that this is going to be overcramped. It's not going to make sense. It's not going to be a particularly good episode, and they're going to fudge the regeneration in some way because they they can find a way to mess that up, and she's just going to have a really tepid last outing, and it'd be such a shame. We're going to see what happens when she regenerates. Is it going to be shooty? Is it going to be David? Is it going to be a fractured situation? Only time can tell. Who knows? But my favorite, my favorite running theory is that because the master won't ever directly say about killing her, it's more about trying to erase her from time and existence itself. Uh, and in doing so, trying to use her regeneration energy to build the cyber masters, whatever they are called, back to full strength. They fracture her regeneration and she goes back through the previous Doctors, which has been a long-held rumour. I don't need to see that personally. I don't need to see it flick through McCoy, Baker, Davison. doesn't interest me, but that's a prevailing rumour that's going to happen. Um, and then we'll see a glimpse of Shuti Gatwa, and then it will land on David Tennant. That's something I'd be very happy with. I don't want us to regenerate straight into David, because I want a little I want a little glimpse of Shuti. Oh, I, I need Shuti to have his moment. Um, also, I'm just dying to see him. I'm dying to see Same. him. I'm aching. Just My whole body word. aches for shooty. Shooty. <laughs> yeah, he could literally say one word. I don't care. Like, I, he'd say one word, and I'd be like, "Oh God, yeah." Yeah, like like yeah. Matt Smith only ever uh, Matt Smith only said one word, which was Geronimo, but captured a nation. So yeah, hopefully, hopefully that is actually interesting at the end there. I really, I just hope Jody gets a nice last line and not like. Oh well, uh, let's see what happens then, eh? Or something. I don't know. Like, please, yeah, God. Trying to make her quirky to the last. Do you think she'll just like Sonic herself into regenerating? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jodie, no, babe, yeah. do us a favor. Destroy that console once and for all, yeah. Yes, please, God. Before you go, even though you know I don't really like that kind of regeneration. But no, I don't know. For, for me. For me. For me, the 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 era has been. Mixed. I enjoyed Flux for the most part. Yeah, I really, same. I really enjoyed Eve of the Daleks. Um, again, Eve of the Daleks, not a particularly well made or written or put together episode, but it's having fun, and I can kind of forgive how wonky it is because it's having fun. It's having so Whereas much Legend, fun. Legends of the Sea Devils, awfully put together, and is having no fun, so I'm not having fun. So as long as this is enjoying itself and it's not too stupid, where I feel like banging my head against the wall every five seconds, I, I will probably enjoy it but we shall see we shall see and we will be reviewing the whole episode and getting out asap to you guys so we can all have a discussion and you can hear our thoughts um but i won't enjoy any fan service i'm sorry i'm anti-fan service all you are time. anti-fan service but do you know I what really we're gonna hope and pray that jody gets the send off she deserves that's the thing that worries me the most and i'm just yeah yeah but anyway, and, and and everyone involved, to be honest, I want I, you know, Mandiff has been, she's I think she's incredibly underrated just in terms of being how long she's been in this era. You know, she's, I think she is now in in terms of years served, not episode appearances, but in years served is the longest running companion on the whole show, beating out previous Fraser Hines because obviously he was in most of Patrick Chowton's run, but she has been in this for the whole time that Jodie's been in it now. Yeah. She's not missed an episode, not missed a beat, and I want her to have a good ending because she's iconic to this era as Jodie is. If they just, like, kill her off... (laughs) 
Yeah. But then, like, Dan, what's going to happen with Dan? That's the thing Dan. that confuses me. Well, Dan needs to get with Diane. And we can and we can call the ship Die Dan. Die Dan. Um, yeah, I mean, that sounds bad, but... No, don't die, Dan. We like Dan. But, you know, don't kill Dan. But, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. We will let you know our thoughts post-haste. Um, ASAP coming to you right in your ear holes as soon as the episode is out. As soon yeah. as the episode is out, which is when? Well, it's airing Sunday, 23rd of October. Yeah. So we will also have a regularly scheduled episode up on Tuesday, the 25th of October. Um, and then hopefully maybe... Maybe midweek like this, we can have a Power of the Doctor discussion out. All depends how long it ends up being. It might replace the following Tuesday's episode. We'll just see how it we'll goes. We'll see how it goes. Follow us on Instagram for updates, lads. Damn, well, a favourite quote <laughs> from, from the trailer. Yes! That's my favourite quote. Oh, nice. Mine's probably... Um, oh, God, the one where um, she said the line and um, it was, um, you know, uh, uh, quippy and funny because she's northern. That's yeah, that's that's probably yeah. your favourite. Yeah, fair. Yeah. Yeah. Fair. <laughs> no, I, no, actually, I do quite, I do quite enjoy. Oh, good landing, Dan. Nine point yeah. five out of ten. We weirdly mixed in the sound mix of the episode of the trailer. The trailer Sorry, was but, mixed very strangely, I have to say. But the vocal was line. very, very strong against the music, and I didn't like it. But whatever, we're not here to analyse that. Well, thank you once again for listening to another splendid episode of Come Along Ponder Doctor Discussion Podcast. If you have any comments, questions, queries about the episode, you can get in contact with us via email. That is comealongpondpod at gmail.com. We have an Instagram. That is comealongpondpodcast. We're on Twitter at comealongponddw. We are on TikTok, which we're having so much fun with at the moment. That is the Come Along Pond Podcast. We have a Patreon now, which is also the Come Along Pond Podcast. We only have one tier at the moment. It's the lowest tier you could possibly get. It's £3. We want you to support us in any way you can, but also just support us through watching the episode, sharing it with your friends. We don't care. You don't need to owe us any money. We were number 10 the podcast charts. We're now number 18. Please, please, please help us get back up. All 250 <laughs> of you. We'd really appreciate it. That'd be great. Number 10, I want to be number one. I don't like Komodo Mayo. We're going to overtake them. No, I do like Komodo Mayo. They're absolutely no, fine. No, I love Mark Kermode. <laughs> do you want to breathe? Because that was impressive. I don't want to breathe because I don't have any other social media to go through. We've done everything. You can you can listen to us here on Spotify, which I assume you're listening to us on, because that seems to be where you're all based. We are on Apple Podcasts. We are on YouTube. Just find us wherever you want to find us. Yeah. And we appreciate you listening to this fun little 20-minute roundup of what could be, or certainly be, an episode of Doctor Who. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think, uh, hopefully... <laughs> Damler, it's been absolutely lovely talking to you on this impromptu evening. It's been so lovely and chaotic, but it always is, you know? <laughs> Incidentally, thank you to all of you at home for listening as well. Thank you, everyone, so much. And give them sort of regeneration air from our lungs. Yeah. <sighs> bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash iconic 
Upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.